Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, you lovely lot, and welcome to Football Manager Therapy. I'm Matt Richards, and on this week's episode... Played my first real full game Brought in for a five match run Played till my fingers bled Jan Sommer of the number nine Me and some guys from Basel Had a team and we tried real hard Stocker stayed, Shaka got transferred I should have known we'd all get far But when I look back now this summer has played forever And if I had the choice Yeah, I'd always wanna be there Those were the best saves of my life Joining me as always is the Brian Adams to my Adams family it's Tony <laughs> James. Oh, I like that. <laughs> that tickled me a little bit. Of course, I'm not. I'm not just going to give you one sixty-nine pun. Obviously, episode sixty-nine. OGC niece. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. I'm giving you the 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 Jan Summer of '69. It's beautiful. It's, it's if anything, it's, it it feels like too beautiful a gift to receive. But uh, but I'm very very thankful. And how are you, buddy? Are you are you, are you fully fixed? Ah, uh, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, still I'm a bit, still a bit orange injured. I, I told yeah. him, I, I am a lot better. I did say to you, I was like, ah, oh, this this intro is gonna ruin my voice. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna be okay, but we survived. We survived. We we, we are. Uh, we're doing we're doing okay um again i just was giggling to myself about stockers stayed and shaka got transferred uh, i just just yeah. made myself laugh um because that is what it's all about it's that's the most important thing is making me and you laugh and nobody else <laughs> this is this this is literally all it is mate literally all it is like you know i'm we, we, I, I spent again loyal listeners little little pull behind the curtain we're going to talk about a few things today um but just so you know what we talk, we're talking about i will send matt just thumbnails of videos that I'm creating that are just literally me with my head photoshopped on stuff just to try and make him laugh. That's all. I do. That's how I spend my week. We now. are the podcast equivalent of Live at the Apollo. We're just there <laughs> just to make ourselves laugh and make ourselves feel important and do the bare basic material. <laughs> like no effort. <laughs> just we're just like ah well they'll edit it anyway and it'll it'll make it look like it's funny. It's fine. That's what we are. That's 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 us in real life. Yeah, and we, and we appreciate your continued support. So thank you for that. Did you uh, do you ever do you ever fancy doing live at the Apollo? Do you ever get asked? I mean, it might <laughs> surprise you. I've never been asked. <laughs> I don't know why, but you just... It that just... sounds like such a dad thing. That's, that sounds such a dad thing. Like, have, you ever, have you ever considered going that live at the Apollo? <laughs> no, I've never, oh, I've never... I'll just ring them up. I'll just ring up the Apollo. Hello, is that live at the Apollo? Yeah. Uh, I've done some comedy. Can I, can I do the Apollo? Because uh, my dad says I need to get in touch. <laughs> that is absolutely the thing that my dad would say. Like, that's the, the best thing. I must admit, he's never... He's absolutely never asked about... 
oh, you know, I, his, your material. He just, he's just very, unless he's like a massive, like Tony Jameson fan on, on the slide, he's just been very accepting that you are just a comedian and that, that's it. Usually, with anything else in my life, you know, if someone does a, a slightly more obscure job or interesting job, he's like, mm. he's like, all right, he's like, is that like, you know, and then it's, like you say, it's like, oh, the comedian, all right, it's like, 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 like that live of the Apollo, and it's like, no, more more dying uh, for five minutes in a, in a in a pub in Keefley. Now, that's more what comedy is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I've heard of him. Well, you've asked that question of have I heard of him, so the answer, therefore, is no, you haven't. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's I, used it. To, I used to always get that one. Like, if you sort of said you're a comedian to someone, they're going, Oh, uh, are you famous? I was like, Have you heard of me? No, I'm not famous then, no. Famous famous is a, a, a point of perspective. <laughs> That's what it is. Abs- absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm famous in a really, really specific world. Like, in yeah. my house, people know who I am. Like, outside of the house, a few people, but no, not famous. Not it, famous. It always makes me laugh because. Um, friend of the podcast, Rich Owens, his son like thinks I'm famous, and I think I'm called Breadman as well, which is a long story because like he first sort of introduced to me via podcast and whatever and, and other stuff. So like to to mini mini Danger Owens, like he's probably like I like the idea that 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 he's probably like oh yeah like my dad's mate he's like well famous what's he do talks about football video games and a podcast like all right but then his own then his own dad who's actually you know a good comedian he's probably like oh yeah my dad my dad tells jokes it's probably even better going on oh, my, my dad's mate's really famous what does he do no idea, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair tony that is the case of most famous people at the minute and we all now know thanks to the internet this week that we all have the same 24 hours in the day so let's find out what we've done with those 24 hours in the day on football manager that's why i should have been on live at the apollo as a host i'm joking that is a joke please do not take that serious i don't believe my own hype um yes we've been playing football manager this week that might shock you because we are a football manager podcast i can already tell this episode is going to be ridiculous um so we're going to bring you two two saves two different angles uh, we are obviously going to be popping along to the, the the snowiness that is canada later on but first of all we're going to be taking a trip down to ice city And unlike the remastered slash definitive edition of GTA Vice City, the rain doesn't go the wrong way and no one's face has been weirdly remastered in an engine that the game definitely was not prepared for. So there you go. I mean, you say that. Um, I'm in charge of a, of a football team in China. so <laughs> That is true. Yes, Tony, why don't you tell us about Ice Ice City? I will, I will. Um, TJFM Discord monthly challenge is a go. And obviously last month we did ROPS, get your ROPS off, over in Finland. The reason we chose ROPS was because they were the closest team to Lapland on the playable database. And this month uh, we figured, well, we've not been to China and we've certainly never managed in Hailongjiang, Ice City, which 
for me, is potentially one of the best names of a football club I've ever come across. Um, okay. Now, do you want to tell people the real reason? The real reason why you picked this team? Yeah. So there's two reasons, really. Okay. So, so, right. so, so reason one is is when we were managing in Indonesia, and I was about to get relieved of my duties from um, from Slemon. We saw this job was available, and we thought, "Oh, we'll apply for that. That's pretty cool." The other reason is the aforementioned reason of just making thumbnails, and I'd already come up with the title of Hai Longjiang Vice City, and did a Grand Theft Auto Vice City thumbnail to send to you to go. This is the challenge. <laughs> I just want to stress that he was so much more proud of that, and spent more time giggling and telling me about that. Than he did when a literal Norwegian football club were like, "Hey, do you want to work together?" Yeah, I had to, I had to think of how to explain that one. Whereas a thumbnail is just look what I've done today, and you're like, "Oh God, here, here he goes," <laughs> just giggling, just giggling like all day. It's this is what I have to deal with. This is what I, I mean, I, I, I am I am proud of it though. I'm very proud of it. So it's um, so yeah. So the, so the challenge is very very simple, as as all of my challenges tend to be. Um, this one is. Probably one season. You can play more if you want. We're sort of trying to go until the end of the month. We're literally trying to make the monthly now. So the start of the month is going to be a challenge and then it goes to the end of the month. Um, and just get promoted with IC, get them into the into the Chinese Super League. You can't buy anybody because there's no transfer funds. So I've just went, right, no transfers in, loans or freeze or anything like that. Just play with what you've got. And um, probably because the, the transfer rules are a, a bit odd and I still don't fully understand them. To be honest, so I've made I've made everyone's lives a bit easier. I think you've you've Tony you Tonyfied your own challenge so you can understand it. <laughs> yeah, well, I looked at it like the transfer budget is zero, so I was like, well, that's that's easy enough anyway. And um, and you're expected at the start of the game to finish about sixth or something, so you're there or thereabouts. And the club were only about five years old. In fact, they were actually formed on New Year's Eve, uh, two thousand and uh, two thousand and. Uh, 10 I believe it was actually I'm just trying to pull up sorry 2015 so yeah so, so literally their birthday was, was when we were launching the challenge and um, and I thought well, that's pretty cool we'll, we'll do that and they uh, because they have slightly changed their name as well they've recently rebranded they used to be called uh, Lava Spring and their badge is a wolf on snowy mountain tops and it's purple and it's orange and it's white it's very sort of like varsity so that was pretty cool um, and then they play in this 50,000 capacity ice centre stadium in Chinese League One, <laughs> where my current average attendance is 7,000. <laughs> that is incredible. I am so. I, I, again, like, I know that's definitely not a you thing, and that is just a game, a game thing, but it also feels like that is the most uh, you thing. Ever, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like we 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 played so that I've just I've got the game up in front of me here. Our biggest attendance this season has been in the Chinese FA Cup fifth round when we played a team from the Chinese Super League at home. Again, we're against Beijing. Uh, we drew twelve thousand one hundred eighty-six. <laughs> Goodness sake! <laughs> against the top of the league in our top of the table clash, seven thousand five hundred. Because obviously we 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 do have um, a couple of uh, people that, that do do either they either do like pentagons or journeymans quite a lot. So obviously one of your moderators, Rogie, is one of them. 
and in the spirit of like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna real name them, but um, Raucus is someone as well that's come in come into the, the Discord recently. I've known for a while, who I always go to and ask them like, "Hey, what crazy database is going on?" And they're like, "Oh, this is the database." So I, I like that we had a bit of um, a bit of like background and knowledge, but you you in particular have actually inspired someone to do a blog, right? I know, I know. It's, it's bizarre because, like, we've got we have a suggestions page as well in the Discord. So it's not just me coming up with these challenges. I mean, I have the final say, but it's not just me. Like, and I, and I was saying, like, oh, come on, like, give us a give us an idea for for another challenge. Just trying to sort of stoke a bit more um, sort of activity there. And uh, and George, bless him, um, put out going, Can we have a fun challenge? To which, of course, everyone <laughs> replies to back going. No, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> it's got to be horrible. It's got to be painful, and you've got to hate your life at the end of it. And um, and bless him, he he tried. He rattled off the first season like in about two days, and he was actually at the end of it, sort of going, "I'm done," and I didn't hate it. And I was like, "There you go." And he says, "And I'm going to blog it." I was like, "We've won. We've genuinely won." From can I have a challenge that isn't horrible to I've done it and now I'm blogging about it. So, George, I take my hat off to you, sir. Well done. Thank you very, very much. And you know what? And it's a cracking read as well. So do go and have a have a read of it. Yeah, yeah. It was it just it made me chuckle. Um also shout out to David as well for um I believe <laughs> he is using Mandarin. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's changed the game language to Mandarin, and he's changed the currency to yen. <laughs> that is dedication. So, we will... If you do want to join Tony's Discord, the link is in um, the podcast description, and we implore you to do that. But this is this is where we're at. <laughs> this is Tony's community around his Twitch and his Discord. If you were if you were listening yeah. to this and going, that is crazy, what are these people uh, all about? Come and join. If you sat there going, this is the stuff that I do, then you just come on in as well. Just come on in. Yeah, just literally have a little look and go, oh, they are actually serious. They did really do that. Go, yeah, yeah, we really did do that. Um, and uh, I'll let you know, I'm about halfway through at the minute. I've actually managed to rattle off a pretty decent amount, to be honest. Uh, won my first game 7 0. Whoa! Uh, yeah! <laughs> I was just like, oh, hello. And then I lost 1 0. And then, <laughs> then I, lost, I won 7 2. And um, so I'm about halfway in. I'm second. Second. I've lost three games, naturally, to teams who are <laughs> near the bottom. Um, but they're not a bad squad, you know. They're not a bad squad, and I do try and and always use these these challenges for something different, like whether it's a formation, whether it's a velocity, whether it's a you know a, a restriction or stipulation or something. So I'm playing a kind of slightly, um, I, I argue it's a slightly asymmetric four four two. It's saved as a four three one two. To be honest, I've got like a really high wide attacker and a and a wing a high oh, wing. I back. remember you posting this. I remember you posting this because it it caused a lot of. A lot of arguments yeah. <laughs> about what it was. Like it, it's it's four it's four four two clearly, but like it's it's asymmetric, so it's like so everyone, everyone on the left side is slightly higher to make uh, use of the uh, spoiler alert, the really good attacking left wing <laughs> the left side you've got in the squad. Um, your right side isn't particularly as, as aggressive, so so I did that, 
uh, and I'm playing Gegen Press for the first time as well. So that's that's my uh, my little my little stipulation I've got uh, with Rops. I played a Christmas tree formation, loved it. Um, so with this year, asymmetric four four two Gegen Press, and hopefully, hopefully we can keep our decent form going, and um, we'll be in the Chinese Super League. And I don't want to say it too loud because it probably won't be, but it's got potential for an offline save. You know, it has got potential to continue. So. I am enjoying it. it. It's it's silly. It's silly, and I've never managed in China before, and and, I, and I'm quite enjoying it. So, come back at the end of the month and go, Tony. When did you hear this? Oh, three weeks later. Yeah, make sure you soundbite that. It's fun. It's going to be an offline save because we know how that's going to end. <laughs> it's every single month. It's almost like the alert now, and it going. How's the how's this the save going? Oh, it's really fun. It could be an offline save. If you're playing a, a, an FMT drinking game, take a drink. Um, <laughs> right, Tony. Let's go from the ice city of China to the snowy fields of Canada and find out how I've been getting on at Pacific FC. These, I tell you what, mate. I'm not. I'm not even written out these transitions this week. And pew pew pew, on fire. Loving it. Right, Canada. So, gave a little bit of an update on FM Tales on our Patreon. We'll plug it that at the end. Which it was a, <laughs> which is the title of which I was giggling to myself because it's um, we're flying over at Pacific FC uh, to be specific which is a Rick Ross lyric from the song Hustling. <laughs> and I was just giggling to myself because <laughs> I was like, oh, I've got a Rick Ross um, thing in. Anyway, so yeah, in that episode, I was talking about my tactical approach and how we are playing this possession-based um, game. And last time on the, po- the podcast, uh, you know, I, I, I mentioned how well we were doing in the season. So the league finished... And we finished nine points at the top of the league. So we qualified for the uh, CONCACAF Champions League. So we're in the Champions League again. And we dominated. So I'm going to, I'm now going to say about how many games are won, draw, and lost. For you eagle eared, is, is that an expression? I don't know. Eagle eared listeners, <laughs> we're going with it. It's, it's a matism. <laughs> Um, you eagle-eared listeners who might remember the record from last week's episode. This was the final record. 120, drew 6, lost 2 for the whole season. Now, that's a good good win percentage, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You will, have no- you will have noticed that I've only lost one more game than I had mentioned. But eagle, eagle-eared listeners, I'm going to keep saying it, um, will have noticed that I've acquired a lot more draws. Mm. So we, 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 we did, we did control the league. You know, the the loss was against someone that was a, a team where I rotated, and because we were, I was just rotating because I knew I was going to win the league and I knew I was going to qualify the playoffs. So not not that important or whatever. But, you know, it, it did feel like we controlled 
I think controlled, not dominated, controlled the league strong. But with those draws, I was kind of like, something just, something just felt off. And I, I, I couldn't quite pick, pick out um, what it was. So if uh, you are a fan of narrative, how about this for some narrative? Waiting for us in the playoff game was Halifax Wanderers. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. And they knocked us out. Oh. <laughs> so the game was nil-nil. And we lost on penalties, which I did trade penalties. But I knew, I, I just... We deserved to lose. We just looked. They just... They didn't, like, batter us. But they just was so comfortable and I could not figure out what how to to get past this it was just bizarre it was almost like a nothing game that was all destined to end nil nil like they they were threatening us so their left-sided forward was dangerous so I kind of marked him out the game but they kept on getting chances like and again some from from set pieces and and etc etc but it just we just didn't look convincing after spending a season easily being the most convincing team in the league. It was really weird. It was really, really weird. And it just it just fell super off. So Valor had Forge, and we you know we've established that Valor, uh, Valor are the most dominant team in the league. They lost to Forge, so Forge went into the final against Halifax, and Forge actually won the the, the, the Premier League, the championship, whatever you want to call it. And again, like Forge were an awkward team to play against because they, they've got like a square pitch and they play a free at the back system. And when I, when I first kind of encountered that, it was awkward to figure out. But, you know, it, so did like, it was just this weird finish to a season. And of course, like we, we crashed out of Champions League, understandably to Chivas Guadalajara. And then obviously we dropped out of the, the Canadian Championship because Forge knocks, knocked us out. So this all kind of ties together. Um, talking of former teams, do you know who was in the final of the Canadian Championship? Bring it on. Who have we got? Who have we got? Blaineville. Ooh. As in amateur <laughs> Quebec club, Blaineville got to the finals of the Canadian Championship. They did end up losing, um, it was like 2-0 and 1-0 to Montreal. MLS. Montreal, they beat Canadian Premier League. You you laid the foundations, man. I know, but this is the worst thing about it. Is like they've won the league every single year since I've left <laughs> and got better. And I'm like, why did I leave? Was this have I made a mistake here? Like I know Toronto was a mistake, but what 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 what's going on? It was crazy. Like I'm really happy because there's a couple of like my old players there. But amateur club Blainville in the final, crazy, crazy. So, it was just a weird, a weird end to season. So, I'm, I don't think I'm really going to go out and buy anyone mm-hmm. because we've got the three lads that I'd mentioned that I got from Toronto for free, the three Canadian youngsters. You know, I'm happy with... My, uh, you have seven foreign players in the Canadian Premier League. I'm happy with the, the, the foreign players I have. And also, I think they're young enough as well that they might gain Canadian citizenship soon. So, they will be taken out of that equation. So I don't think we, it's going to be like a big go in and buy loads of new players, rebuild the squad type thing. Because we are, you know, not easily, but 
fairly comfortably one of the best best teams in in the, in the league. Champions League was a little bit beyond us. You know, we had a tough draw against New York, got through that, had Chivas, which is pretty tough as well. So understandable. So it's kind of like I'm at this point now where um, I feel like I'm going to go away and study <laughs> before I make a decision because I just think I think like the like the possession football thing now is 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 a like a favoured thing for us. So that's fine. But we, I'm back down to a C plus rating because our expectation was that we reached the the Canadian Premier League final. Mm. We didn't, obviously. So there's expectation now and there now. So it kind of changes the dynamic. And I think I'm gonna like go away and and read lots of things and try and get a bit of a, a plan in place and, and go forward. So that that that's probably gonna be my, my next step on, on on the journey. Keep with Pacific, little. But the, so. For context as well, just as a wrap up the season, my players all won Player of the Year, Golden Boot, Best Under Twenty One Player, and Golden Glove winner. That is every single award in the Canadian Premier League. Wow, 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 wow! I mean, you say about control, that's domination right there. Yes, and this is why it's so weird. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. It doesn't feel. Right, like, I'm not, I'm not, we deserve to lose the game, do not get me wrong, like, we deserve to lose Halifax, we weren't good enough, I didn't figure out what was wrong quick enough, but it just feels weird, it doesn't, you know, it's an okay season, but I now feel like, I don't know, like, I need to go and call an exorcist and (laughs) get, get, you know, something out of this club and, like, change it massively, like, it's weird. The thing is, though, like, remember remember when Arsenal did the Invincible season and everyone kept pulling out, oh, yeah, but they drew loads of games, like, it doesn't doesn't matter how you get there, like, you you get there, like, you're right, like, the Halifax result, yeah, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna eat away at you for a little bit, but, you know, come back stronger. So, this, and this, this is, like, so this is where it's led me to. I noticed at the end of the season, our training facilities got downgraded, and I. So one of our one of our um, club vision things is to be the best youth system in the country, which we we achieved that season, which I think really did help my rating stay okay and and keep not keep my job, but you know what I mean, give me some job stability because we'll be doing that and like you know the little bits are like I'll oh, use young Canadian players, like I'm, I'm I'm ticking all those boxes, but our facilities got downgraded and I, I asked for an upgrade and they were like we don't have the finances to do this and this this is now interesting and i'm not I'm, <laughs> please 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 do not think i am moaning when i say this but the financial state of the canadian premier league is really really interesting we do not make any prize money in any competition really so not even the champions league now wow admittedly the champions league i've only ever really got to round of 16 i think because oh no i think i got further with toronto but i wasn't paying attention with toronto because as i get on to in a second mls clubs generate quite a lot of money but we and i i, I was like I looked at it and I went into the actual finances page and, and went and, and did a bit of a deep dive. And we we like it was like the, you know it's like this season last season prize money was zero on both. And I was like, "Ah, how are we going to generate money?" So 
Sponsorship money's really low. I think we have a sponsorship deal worth 1.5 million, but that's over five years. Right, okay. That's not going to help, is it then? <laughs> no, the broadcast revenue is going up every year. I think it's like... I think I think I think we made two million this season, and we'd previously made three million the season before because I think we did better in Canadian Championship and and then that that generated. So it's just looking where these streams of revenue are coming from, and I noticed that we're in okay finances. the The beginning of the season, we it's the first time I've seen our club have a million or, or just over a million. In the whole club, like va- club value, so not transfer mm. budget or whatever, club value. And I don't, I, I cannot stress enough that I, I have not signed anyone for a fee. It's just free transfers. We have a wage cap, which is which is disappearing. This is the next season is the first season where the wage cap disappears. There's no one in that club that's really. I think the the highest earner in that club at the minute might be like two point five, uh, two point five k a week, I think. Mm-hmm. So we're not. It's just like we're not, you know, punching above our way, but we're at a point where I'm like, where, where, are, where's our revenue going to come from? When no one's really ever interested in buying any of our players, think that that to me suggests that's a a reputation thing where mm-hmm. you know we've seen before players' value goes up. You know, we we we, we, we discuss it on the podcast about. You know, when um, I had the whole save, right, and and we got promoted, and all of a sudden players went from fifty, you know, five hundred k to like nineteen million because of the reputation yeah. boost that you get. So now this is where it gets like I think this is where it, the, this Canadian save is now the most interesting because it's I now need to think about things more. The because again and explain to it for a context, so the MLS clubs. Every year, get general allocation money and targeted allocation money, which you, you get from being successful in competitions. And it's obviously that money, that finance is provided by the MLS. So it's it's tradable. That money's tradable. If you trade a play or, or trade an asset, say, for instance, like a, an international slot or a, a draft pick, you can acquire, I think it's targeted allocation money or some form of allocation money. And it's meant to be used, it's meant to be, to be used internally within within the, in the, within the MLS, but the MLS obviously has clubs come in from other countries and spend money to buy their players. Obviously, you have to give a percentage to the league, but you are you are getting money that way. It's a decent reputation league, and you also generate some form of revenue either from TV deals or competitions, prize money. I I couldn't tell you because I don't have it in front of me, but you do generate a lot of money in fact i'd noticed over the last couple of editions of the game you know how we spoke about how quickly i you can turn the worst franchise in the league to the best franchise in the league you know we we use like real salt lake was the example you just generate loads of money because you're not you rarely ever spend transfer fees as in like the european idea of what transfer fee is because you, you know you are generally looking for if you're looking for a designated player, they're, they're going to be on a free transfer. So you end up being quite a rich club, which means you can pop it into the finances and stuff. This just does not seem to exist in the Canadian Premier League. And I find that really interesting. I've not... 
I'm not looked a hundred percent, you know, really deep into this at other clubs, but I just I can't see. You know, maybe I'm missing something, but I can't see how another club is, it, is going to generate the money. Is it a database thing? Is it, or or is it just a league thing? You think? I I don't know, because there is obviously other leagues in in the world where you don't win prize money. It's yeah, it's not. Uh, I can't remember. We've we I've definitely played in a league where was it Mexico? It was Mexico. Do you remember in Mexico we didn't make prize we never won prize money but yeah, we, we kept on getting sense, yeah. cr- we, but we kept on getting crazy sponsorship deals yes yes that's what i mean I, to be honest, so, like, prize money is never something i tend to worry about to be honest i sort of tend to leave it but yeah um yeah that does ring a bell actually yeah because I, I i completely forgot about it it was league or mx so that's interesting there's another north american league that isn't generating prize money so it's this just bizarre, bizarre situation, and and again, maybe like the the sponsorship money and probably the TV revenue in Liga Romax was was bigger because obviously it's one of the biggest leagues. Like it's constantly fighting between them and MLS to be the big league. So now I have a decision to make because wage cap goes. In theory, I can I have you know a set wage budget, obviously, but that is significantly more. Say for instance, it was, I think it was hovering between like 19.5k a week or something i think the last one or it might have been more but then the context of that is my actual wage budget as in again the traditional sense is like 350k that's the difference (laughs) so now does the game does it become a game of i now have to spend more on wages to be successful in the Champions League so the reputation of the league goes up so therefore I can attract better players again but also more transfers for players because there's a higher reputation and then that in turn generates more TV revenue and sponsorship money like it becomes fascinating and this is where the dynamic league structure and dynamic ratings come in so yeah, you 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 may be on the precipice of uh, of creating something very very different over in Canada. It's, it is different, and you know I, I put it I put it in the Discord this week, and I was speaking to you. I, I I do feel like I need a bit of rejuvenation in terms of, of of my FM playing at the minute. It is a bit because Canada has felt felt a bit grindy recently, but it's also a little bit of just like me in general being maybe not disinterested in, in, in football manager, but not maybe not as focused as I possibly can be. But I, I, I am now like, I'm absolutely sticking with Canada and sticking with this because I want to see where it goes. But if I am curious to know if you know that the the prize money thing is a database thing, I don't think it's a database thing because um, Edward that, that makes the database is pretty savvy with this stuff. And of course, like he's programmed the wage bill to constantly uh, the the salary cap to increase and then disappear, and that's that's because it's projected to be a real thing so i can't understand why they you know he would take prize money out of it and then the fact that we remembered uh, league of mx was the same thing I, I, I don't doubt it but if it is a database thing let me know if it's not also you know let me know <laughs> but yeah it's it's a weird experience it's been a, it's been a really weird season and like finish of the season of I, re- I really am just going to go away and like read up on on 
like trying to get influence, you know, kind of get like inspired tactically. I, I'm happy with. Could you? Could sorry? Could you potentially get an affiliate club to bring? Well, we had sh- well, we had Did Schalke, it? didn't we? At Halifax. Oh, of course, um, yeah. So, but yeah, yeah. I guess, but how much? You know, how much? It's a little bit sort of like going around the houses, isn't it? Like, but I'm just wondering of other ways to yeah. bring it come in. I'm just wondering if that would be it's, something. I, it, it's it is pushing it pushing me in a way of, oh, well, I'm programmed to play this way, and 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 it it does also as well. I think I think obviously this is quite a a large topic about morality and money in the in the game, but it really amplifies. <laughs> Just how crazy Champions League money is, doesn't it? <laughs> Premier League money, because mm-hmm. you know, even with the whole, like, save towards the end of last year, we went from not struggling but like being a bit of a poor club to in less than a season, maybe one season, to oh, we're actually really financially solid and can spend money and, and generate money, and so it is. Yeah, but it, obviously we won't get into that because. My goodness, we don't have enough hours in the day, but that's where we're at in Canada. It's fun. That sounds that sounds good, man. That sounds really good to us, and I'm interested to see how you how you fix it and where you go next. Because this 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 has had me hooked, to be honest. I've uh, I've really enjoyed listening cool, to it. Good. I mean, I'm going to have to train to be an accountant by next week to find out how to uh, <laughs> how to generate some money. So I'll keep you posted. Maybe that's the next FM Tales. Matt becomes an accountant. Uh, this is me screaming into the void. Um, Tony, talking of extra content. See, I don't just say things for for no reason. If people wanted to find out and check out your extra content, where can they find you on the internet? Well, you can find us in the aforementioned Discord, which, as we say, the link is in the description of the podcast. Uh, you can tweet me on uh, Twitter. You can tweet me on Twitter. Yeah, you can send me a tweet over Twitter, uh, which is at Tony Jameson. And, of course, on Twitch, we have the Build a Nation Indonesia save, which is Pasita at the moment, not Slemon. Um, wind, uh, and of course we also have the Odds Battle Club save as well where we have a trophy as you, you, you would have known uh, if you listened to last week's episode that is twitch.tv forward slash Tony Jameson FM and Tony Jameson FM on YouTube will have little bits and pieces cropping up throughout the year as well so have a little look there um, Matt what about yourself where can people get in touch with you and find out your goings on over the next few weeks and in fact continuing into the future you are a content machine at the minute just to, just to let you know there I'm, I'm, I'm impressed you're churning out the, the, the content and, and to a good standard that's what we love to see you can follow me on twitter at emridge's host and find me in the discord as well i'm almost popping about in there i don't really have anything to plug never do in terms of personal wise but professional wise we always have something to plug because that is our patreon which is patreon.com forward slash football manager therapy are you ready at home or have you already tuned out because you know this is the bit where we do all the plugs say it with me it goes a long way of helping to support this weekly podcast there you go you've completed fmt bingo (laughs) I like it. I like. I like. I like doing this. 
just well, I love the fact that we're sabotaging our own formula because we understand that if we were listening to a podcast that they kept saying the same things over and over again, at some point you would tune out. But now we're using reverse psychology because we're changing it. We're 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 like ironically pointing out that we do this. Oh, it's exactly. So- and then next week. Next week, what will we say next week? Will it be in a different place? Oh, next who week, knows? will we get booked at Live at the Apollo for being ironic? Find out. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why I'm picking on Live at the Apollo. But anyway, patreon.com forward slash football manager therapy, £3 a month does go a long way of support the podcast and we are producing some some content that we were really happy with at the minute, which is including the previously mentioned FM Tales, which is Little episodes, like eight, eight to ten minutes of me filling you in to what's going on in Canada, Tony filling you in to what's going on in Norway or Indonesia. Uh, they just happen when they're kind of like the the filling of the weekly podcast sandwich. You have one weekly podcast, then the filling of the FM Tales, and then the next weekly podcast. It just keeps you nourished until there is another podcast. We also do one extra podcast a month as well which we're still currently planning for the month of January. But there's previous episodes that go all the way back when we had guests on like Johnny Sharples and Scroobius Pip. We've done episodes about long-forgotten football manager players, uh, Milan, Liverpool, loads and loads of stuff on Patreon. I noticed the other day because <laughs> it told me how much we post on there. And I was like... Blummin' heck, we've done a lot. We have done a lot. So there's loads of you... There is loads of stuff for you to catch up on. So if any of that interests you, uh, head over to patreon.com forward slash football manager therapy. All right, Tony. It's going to come to the part where I'm going to do the the outro, aren't I? But I'm not going to change it up. We will, of course, see you next week. Same place, same time. As I always say, and I always do mean it, especially at the minute, make sure you are taking care of yourselves. And we'll see you next time. Football Manager. Manager.